In 2001, a movie came out that shaped the world forever. This movie changed the life of nerds everywhere. Nerds disappointed in the prequel trilogy. A movie that got nominations all over. An adaptation of Tolkien's masterpiece, The Lord of the Rings. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the flick book. And today we are talking about The Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring. What's going on, everybody? Oh, it's time for movie talk. Oh, my belly is really, really hungry, and I need some good old-fashioned recipes. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the first legitimate episode of The Flickbook. Second Rounds Florida Edition presents The Flickbook. You know me. My name is Tommy James, a.k.a. Mr. Oh, so smooth, a.k.a. the smooth effect himself, or as Big Money always calls me, the most dangerous man in geekdom. Um, we'll discuss more of that later um but of course you know i am here with my co-host let's go to the first person on my right she is hello everybody i am emma violet the violet ray the girl next door and i'm so excited to be here today you want to give us your social too the way you were breaking that shit down oh at envy gaia on instagram there you go there you go tell the world who you are what you do Hello, I am Envy Gaia, or also known as Emma Violet, the Violet Ray, obviously. I am a cosplayer from St. Petersburg, Florida. Um, that's good enough. That's good yeah, enough. Yeah, it's good that's enough. Good. It's Thank good you. enough, I figured. Thank you. Emma, obviously, you were here on the uh, first episode that we did. Yes, I this was. This is now your second, technically, episode on Second Rounds Florida. And did you watch the movie that we're talking about today? I did, Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring. I watched the whole thing. Okay, now I'm going to ask right off the bat, before we get into the next person, I'm going to ask you straight out, uh... What, what did you think? Would you say yes, no, maybe so? What, what do you got for this one? Don't go into full detail. No, I won't. <laughs> I'm going to say yes just because I sat through the whole movie. And I've also read the book in middle school. So I'm pretty passionate about it. The movie, eh. But I'm still going to say yes. Okay. Sounds pretty good. Um, now we're going to move over to the winner of Megacons. Who you got challenged? The movie edition. He had Lord of the Rings Fellowship of the Ring. He is the winner. He is. In comes the champion. Oh, I was going to say he is the grand wizard of pop culture. <laughs> he is Big Money Eddie is here with us, ladies and gentlemen. Mr. Big Money, how are you doing? Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Talking to you is just amazing to be back to my crowd, my people. I feel so empowered. Once I'm on this microphone and I, 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 I just feel it. I just feel the power coursing through me, the power of pop culture. I'm so excited to be here. And I'm so excited to talk about not only the movie that got me the win in yes. Megacon, but the movie that should have won anyway, Ooh. that competition. Yeah, I guess. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. This movie is astounding, so I'm excited to talk about it. I'm sure you are. I mean, like I said, um, 
while we were at MegaCon, when we even when me and Emma were talking about um, the movies in general, the last episode, the prelude, um, I told you I actually watched half of this movie. I didn't sit through the whole thing, which as I was watching the theatrical version of it, it turned out I watched the whole fucking movie. Which, by the way, before we continue, like that first episode, amazing. Amazing. And everybody who hasn't listened to that episode, go listen to it because it gives you an idea of what we're going to be talking about today. Right. Absolutely. 100%. And of course, as for the people, the new listeners out there, which there should be plenty of new listeners because this is technically our first episode. This is the first inductee to the Flickbook. It automatically gets in. So what is the flick book in general? So the flick book is a our version of a cookbook when it comes to movies. Because as we know, movies come with ingredients. Well, not in, I mean, look at me. There goes Mr. Oso's stroke. <laughs> when it comes to cook, cookbooks and, and meals, everything has ingredients and whatnot, runtime and whatnot, yeah. little recipes and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So we're doing it a different way. We're doing it movie-based. So like I was trying to say before I died is that um, <laughs> movies have their certain ingredients that make them watchable, make it a must watch just because it's maybe not the greatest thing in the world. Doesn't mean it's not you. It's not a must. You know, I have to see it. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's a must see. It is a must see. It doesn't necessarily mean it is the greatest movie of all time, but in this movie, in this flick book that we're cooking up. Yeah. Pun intended. Yeah. Uh-huh. 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 Very smart. No, no, no. In this flick book that we're uh, concocting here, the idea behind it is that we want to share with you movies that, yes, critics and film scholars and everybody like that are going to tell you, watch this fucking movie. Mm-hmm. You should watch those fucking movies that the critics are going to tell you because they're great. But let me tell you what, there are a lot of movies that they ignore that are seeped into pop culture that we don't talk about enough. That's right. Yeah. And that's why this show's here, to talk about not only the great movies that everybody agrees on with, but those movies that are essential for everybody to, to listen to. Just to give you a, a, a quick example, mm-hmm. like most critics won't even talk about Billy Madison, but I think that Billy Madison deserves a mention in the grand scheme of... Film culture and, Agreed. And, and filmographies. Agreed 100%. I'm sure we will get there, too. We will get there. I'm sure we will 100% get there. Now, for everyone that's also listening, the breakdown of how this is going to work is there's it. every season is 10 episodes. It's three movies from each of us. So the three movies that went to Megacon are the first three episodes, and only one right now is automatically getting in. To f- determine if it's automatically getting in is the other two that are not presenting the movie will have to unanimously agree that it gets into the flickbook because just like any sort of recipe that anybody can make, it doesn't always get in the cookbook. Yes. At Gordon Ramsay's cookbook, not everything you give him, he's going to he's gonna like. Yeah. Even if he does like it, maybe he just doesn't need it's that. It's not enough. It's not yeah. enough and it's not going to get in. So there's, possibly, there's plenty of movies I'm sure we are so passionate about and might not get in there. But we'll find that out. Yeah. And obviously the 10th episode is us in actually inducting it into our book. Oh. Sounds exciting. I'm excited. You excited? Emma? I am absolutely excited. I am so excited and yet scared at the same time that we are that about too. to talk about Lord of the Rings, the Fellowship of the Ring. Indeed. And Big Money knowledge. Eddie, this is your movie. You won with this movie. Indeed. So here, here's the thing. So first of all, background about this movie. Uh, background. I always like to give the little personal background before anything else i grew up you know typical nerd loving comic books fantasy and everything so when this movie came out 
I didn't, I never read the book at that point. Granted, I was just 10 years old. <laughs> so there, there's, I haven't seen it in middle school or high school yet. Yeah, no. So when this movie came out, I was just 10 years old. Yeah. But I liked what I saw. I like, it looked like my type of shit. Yeah. It looked like wizards, elves, magic, action. Like I went like this, this is fucking. This just is, kiss. This, mm-hmm. this is just what I need. And I watched it and I fell in love. So immediately when once I watched this movie, I went like, I need to read the book. And I read the book. So So you saw the movie before you read the book? Yes. Okay. So this is really important. Uh, Again, I was just 10 years old, so I hadn't caught up. I hadn't caught up with with the culture at that time. So that's really important, at least when it comes to understanding my perception of the movie. That's why this movie is important for me, not just as an introduction to Tolkien, but just an introduction to great high fantasy in general. Okay. And just so everybody knows, and this is the only mention we're going to do of the book in the in the review because the film has to stand on its, on its own. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's something that, that everybody needs to understand that you might have a classic book, but just because it's a classic book doesn't mean it's a classic movie. Yeah. So the only other mention I will do of it is that a lot of things that we might be reviewing in the future when it comes to movies are going to be influenced by this book. So this book is huge. This is... The foundation for fantasy in everything that we know. Dungeons and Dragons, oh, sure. Harry Potter. Would you say Labyrinth? L- Labyrinth 2, I yes. would say too. No, definitely Labyrinth. Yes. Labyrinth 2, I would say it. definitely Labyrinth. Like I said, all fantasy that comes after Lord of the Rings, and mm-hmm. it's easy because the Lord of the Rings came out in the 50s. Yeah, right. Yeah, I was going to say the book. About. Yeah, you're talking about the book that came out that so, long. So yeah, so, a lot of people could have So a lot of people, yeah. this is a major influence. Agreed. But let's talk about the movie. Bruce. Now let's talk about the movie. So let's talk about the making of this movie real quick because I think it's really important to talk about. Okay. The when the movies came out, um, not everybody knew this, but everybody knew about the books. Like everybody read them in school and things like that. So everybody knew that it was three books. You know, Fellowship, Two Towers, Return of the King. When Peter Jackson's auctioning off to do the films, he's originally auctioning off to do two films. So he was squishing all three, all three in, books into two. into two movies. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. So when he went to Luna, New Line Cinema, which are, is the house that produced Lord of the Rings, and by the way, just mention, a production company that wouldn't exist without Freddy Krueger. Yeah. <laughs> Facts. Facts. Actually, Facts. when people go there to New Line, they go like, this is the house that Freddy built. Yeah. That's how they say it. I agree. It's amazing. Um, so the the owner of the studio went like, Peter, I don't know what you're doing. Like, it, this, this is three films, three books, three films. I'll, I'll allow it, but it has to be three films. Right off the bat, like, that was luck. Like, yeah. what studio head is going to go like, oh, you're giving me instead of three books, so three movies, three books, two, oh, I'm saving some money. Yeah, saving money. There he goes like, no, these are three movies. So off the bat, luck. They knew. The money. They knew. They knew money. Money is important. So they threw a lot of money into this, 
But at the same time, it was a risky process because a lot of people said that the book is unfilmable. Yeah. And when you read the book, if you read the book, it's unfilmable in many ways. It's well, it's very detailed, right? Like way too detailed, detailed that if yeah. you're going to film it, you could fuck it up because you may miss something that's just too deep, too much. And detail. for the people, and, and for the people who have criticism, <clears throat> and we'll get to that eventually, mm-hmm. like the film's too long, it takes too long, and the blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. It's because the book has that, right? Yeah. The book has a lot of blah blah blah, and I don't say it disparagingly. It's just yeah. you know how people would. Assume it. <laughs> well, a lot of a lot of the people that have read the book first, like yeah. myself, like you, when you watch the movie, it, just like Harry Potter, Harry Potter is really accurate, yeah. but then Lord of the Rings, you can't fit all of that in like a span of two hours and 30 minutes. You just no, can't. You can't. So like a lot of the timeline was screwed up and a lot of people were like, Agreed that's 100%. unfilmable. Yeah, like the 17 year gap with Gandalf and Frodo exactly. with the ring, that was missing and that threw me off and I'm sure it threw a lot of other people off that have read the book. Yeah, me too. I was completely thrown off. Like, like I was like, wait a minute. Oh yeah. Like 17 17- What's happening? Seventeen year gap, and when I do the summary now, I'm going to do a summary, and then we're going to get into those plot details. So you're going to be like, "Wait, what?" From the book, yeah. But when it comes down to it, they were like, "It's on." Let's try and fit the important things, the themes in. Yeah, that's what they did with the, and they spent a year and a half filming not one, not two. But three movies. You told me this. Yeah. Oh wow! And that—it's crazy. Is, that is one of the craziest things. That if you listen to how they made it, mm-hmm. you go like, "You make the three films at the same time." Yeah, we got the green lit for the three. So I tell you, man, when you told me that, I was wait. They made three at the same at time? same time. Yeah, at the same at time. the same time. At how fucking insane oh my God. is that? No, really? Because yeah. that's what. Because when he told me that, I re- like. Okay, for most people that obviously know, I I'm not the big I'm not a big Lord of the Rings fan, so I was more like meh when it comes to this type, kind of movie. Mm-hmm. However, when you did tell me that, it made me respect the actors even more because that's tough. Now yeah. remembering yes. one script is tough. Now man, imagine trying to get th- all three, and because they would film a scene for one, but then go film a scene for three. Yep. So well, they I have to yep. yeah, because you got to think, especially as like an actor or something, your mindset mm-hmm. is into your character. Yeah. Oh no, you f- fucking Elijah Wood has to be like, here's Frodo before he gets the ring. Oh yeah, here's Frodo like you know. Uh, 40 days later yeah. wow. he needs to be all fucking and all that we and i haven't seen the other ones yet um to know like that's just it's impressive it yeah is. no that's because the amount of character development that is just in yes. all of these characters that's insane to me i didn't know that no it's like that's one of the things that when it comes to like yeah. the behind the scenes that's, this is one of the things that i talk about the film that i go like that's not just impressive. That's mm-hmm. one of the reasons why we should talk about this movie deserving an induction. Okay, absolutely. Now, it's already inducted, but just mentioning right. that is worthy of that conversation. Now, yeah. going into the story, I'm going to do a quick summary of it. Now, here's the summary. In this fantasy world called Middle Earth, right, there was this dark lord... It, that's fancy fantasy terms for dictator. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, politics. Ooh, politics. Politics and movies. Politics and movies. Eh? So, this dark lord, Sauron, who made this one ring. This ring is super duper powerful. He, he used all of his magic, all of his powers to imbue it with his essence and with his power. So, it actually... With whatever magic he did, 
it enhanced his powers tenfold. Yeah. So he was ultra powerful. If he was powerful before, now he became ultra powerful. Yeah. And he started conquering all of Middle Earth. And then by happenstance, men and elves managed to fight him back. And as sheer luck would have it, he got a little bit overconfident. <laughs> and he went to uh, grab one of the kings, well, at that point a prince, Isildur. And then he was just grabbing him with his hand and Isildur managed to cut the ring out of his finger. Because he had done like this pack with the devil sort of thing with mm-hmm. the ring. Mm-hmm. Yes, he became stronger because of the ring. But if he loses the ring, then he loses his physical form. Kind of like uh-huh. how... Uh, in the Scorpion, not the Scorpion King, in the Mummy Returns, yes. when the Rock, when he did what he was meant to do, yes. he was pretty much killed in a way, like in a sense where he's like, exactly. I don't need you now, and now I come back later. So exactly. the same thing with him, when he got the ring cut off and the ring fell, it was like, well, you're technically dead, which he is dead, yeah. but he's not dead. He's not dead. Yeah. Because, because he is an immortal spirit, he was still alive. And floating around. And I'm not getting into book details. This is... Do you think he was a good-looking guy? Okay, so... Like, if you, if you had a cast uh, a Sauron as a person... Okay. Okay, who would you have picked? So, do I do... Ooh. Do I do... Do I do book-accurate shit? Or do I do... Uh, movie-wise. Let's just say... Let's do movie-wise. All right, let's go movie-wise. If you had to pick any actor that was going to play Sauron as a human, takes off his mask, Because there's is? some interesting shit that I could talk about from the books that, 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 that I can mention that would be actually funny. Okay. Oh, well, I... I'd be okay with hearing that then. Okay, so he originally was, he had, he was, he's a shapeshifter. Oh. So in the books, when you actually look at it, not just in the Lord of the Rings books, but the Silmarillion and the other things, he's a shapeshifter. So he has the ability to turn into whatever he wants. Yeah. Ah. So when he, he actually could turn into a really good looking dude. And that's what he did when he created the rings. Yeah. He convinced the elves by turning into Anatar. Like the gift giver, a really handsome, very Brad Pitt looking type of elf. <laughs> okay, oh, I thought, that, I thought you were gonna say Sebastian Stan. I would have been like, Oh, I'll take the ring. Okay, then Sebastian Stan. Yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> Ooh, I'll take the ring. Ooh, so, I like and then Winter he went like, Oh no, I'll right? teach you how to do rings and things like that. I'll but teach it, you how to do rings. You guys wow. like rings? <laughs> I love the rings. Depends on what ring you're talking so eventually, about. Eventually, <laughs> eventually, though. That form got defeated because he got revealed as the bad guy. And because he got revealed as a bad guy, they defeated him. But because they defeated him, he lost his ability to transform into beautiful things. So So no flowers. So no flowery things or no beautiful things. So now he could only turn into terrible things. So by the time we get into the prologue of the movie where he's like this like horrifying dark knight. Yeah. Like, that's why he looks as horrifying as he does, because he can't turn into anything pretty. So having that in mind, who would you cast? James Woods. (laughs) (laughs) James Woods. Oh, James Woods. James Woods. There was no hesitation. This is Hades, Lord of the Dead. Hey, wow. James Woods. Well, no, as soon as you said horrible, I was like, oh, James Woods. You think he's horrible? Yeah, but don't we need... But in a a really, like, like, you know how it's like the greed and seductive? I was like, oh, James Woods, because of the voice. What? What? But then you see the face, you're like, oh, God. What's the matter with you? How dare you? He loves candy. Beast candy. Beast candy. Beast candy. Beast candy. Like, I love James Woods more than you, of course, but... Well, we got to think he should be somebody that's attractive that can then look ugly. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Exactly. Um, so, James, but 
Wow. <laughs> I didn't think like, that was going to come out of my mouth. Like, James Woods, what? Like, if I Love were to James cast Woods. somebody, I would like to cast somebody who is actually gorgeous, but I would put like heavy prosthetics on them, like look like deformed. I'm thinking oh. more like a Hemsworth kind of thing. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Like Chris, a Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. I was just going to say Chris Hemsworth. Because he's a, Bingo. you know, he's a good looking guy. He's got a nice old chin. And like you yeah. can put some prosthetics on him to make him look the like. Voice. Yes. Yes. The voice. Yes. He can have the voice. Yeah. He has a commanding voice. Right. I agree. So James Woods, huh? I d- what did yeah. he do to you in your life that made you hate James It's James Woods. And he's ugly. James Woods, what? <laughs> it's like survey there's, says, there's, bam. No, nope, James no, Woods not on here. I don't need to explain it. It's just James Woods, you know? Like, just that just that alone. It's like, yeah, it makes sense. It does. You do know, he has, an, you know he, he has an IQ of, of like 165. I know. Well, Family Guy shits on him all the time, so why can't I? <laughs> but that's him, though. He does the voice. Yeah. I know, but still, it's like I don't need to explain this, man. It's you know? James Woods, period. So that's it. I'm going Hemsworth. Let's go with James Woods. Fantastic. Love it. I don't know. I kind of want to see the movie with James Woods now. I'm not going to lie. I think it'd be great. Here's the thing, though. I would keep Chris Hemsworth as like the physical form. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I would vote James Woods as the voice, as the the voice. voice of Sauron that's when he disappeared. That's what I'm saying. Oh, no, but that's not what you said. You He said ugly and physical, you said James Woods. Well, I know. Well, true. You're saying James Woods and ugly man. I agree on the voice. It's like, hey, how you doing? It's Sauron. Hey, 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 baby. What's up? It's like, hey, baby. You know what? If Sauron spoke Sauron like that, I would love that movie. That <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So, you know, with a little bit of spice. We got a little We got a little bit of flavoring, you know? Like flavor. Like, Fucking I mean, if you talk to me like that, like, he's like a car salesman. I'd be like, well, yeah, I'll take the ring. I mean, no, not even car salesman. <laughs> used car salesman. Right? I'm like, well, well, damn. I mean, when you put it that way, I'll just take the ring. Just give it to me, man. Sounds great, man. Go, hey, hey, so, literally. The ring, make you invisible. There you go. He'll Love make it. that shit take sounds it. like it's like free interest and everything. I'm like, all right. Well, yeah, no, you you pay for it as, no as time right? goes on with your life, so no, it works exactly. out. Like, he won't tell you about the hidden, like, fees and everything. Like, it's oh, smart. Well, shit, give me the ring. Smart salesman. I love it. All the toll that it has on your soul <laughs> it's like love it he, he, you know you know what fuck it out. james yeah. woods is and that's it you're welcome. down for it way to go emma that was a good yeah. one thank you <laughs> see we'll i convinced keep, you but, but we'll keep him physically looking like Chris. Hemsworth. but he can look like yeah. hemsworth just talk like woods that go. would be so much power with like the voice of james woods and like the the um charm of that and then you got like chris hemsworth i'd be like god i'd do anything you say honestly see? jesus christ would see? you let him do you Oh yeah, yeah, me Without too. Hesitation. No, no, but me it too, has to be too. with the armor, though, right? Yeah, everything. Keep everything the on. Spiky yeah, armor. I think the spiky yeah. armor would be. I mean, it might yeah. hurt a little bit, but I think it's too badass. So it would be cool. Hey, yeah. you don't, you don't know what I'm into. I'll keep the armor. Yeah. Good, good, yeah. Point, you know? good point. Good point. Good point. Good protection. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, keep the protection. You <laughs> yes. know. Stay safe, kids. Trojan. Right. Stay safe. The Trojan fucking armor. <laughs> yeah. Facts. So. So once Sauron is defeated, the ring uh, passes to Isildur, who actually defeated him by accident. Yeah. And then the the movie shows, and I like what, what the movie does with this, because it could have been a five-hour story of how the ring got from Isildur to Gollum. Yeah. But it just does it in like three to five minutes. So I think that's brilliant. Very quickly, they don't show Gollum. They don't either. show Gollum. I know. They just show shadows. Yes. Yeah. And I love it, because it just weans you in for when you get into two towers mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when you finally get to see him well you see him a little bit in this yeah uh, oh, the yeah, shadow yeah. but you see the, his eyes yeah. yeah and and then eventually falls to Bilbo mm-hmm. yes Bilbo Bilbo Baggins of the Shire and what a fucking hear, name 
Malpressed. It rhymes with something else. Malpressed. Malpressed. Your turn. No. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I was just going to say Bilbo rhymes with something else. You know what I'm saying? Uh, dildo? Yeah, dildo? Yeah. Dildo? Yeah. yeah. You weren't supposed yeah. to say it. You ruined it. What? Why? It was a suspect because you weren't supposed to say it. You were Why? Just, everybody else so was supposed to. Everybody else was so supposed to be. Oh. So, you, you know? so then you would ask, do you have a Bilbo? Right? No, that's what. Like, you He's asking a you a Bilbo? question right now. Like, huh? <laughs> I don't understand your business whether I have a Bilbo or not. And that's know? a yes. Move it on. Yeah. Okay. Back yeah. Ends. <laughs> the, the Bilbo. Welcome theme. to Lord of the Rings, Sex of the Ring. What else we got here? <laughs> Second round after dark. That actually reminds me of the uh, of the porn parody of uh, of the Lord of the Rings, just the Lord of the G strings. That's a real thing. Yes, that's, oh, a, that's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. I'm gonna Google it after this episode. I'm gonna be like, let me just look that Lord up real quick. Strings. Oh, now I understand this movie even better. Yeah, so, Bilbo's like, you know what? I have a dildo. <laughs> no, a Bilbo. Bilbo. He's a like, Bilbo. they don't call Bilbo. me Bilbo for nothing. You know what I'm saying? Bilbo. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about him. No, thinking of that. I ruined this whole thing. No, you didn't. Actually, you made it better. You're welcome. Girl next door, there you go. So um, so once Bilbo has it, he keeps it. And because hobbits are so pure and innocent overall, which is why the, the beginning of the film is so important, because it shows you, like, where Frodo is, you know, like, paradise. In a Shirey, or it's called? Shire, yes. Shire. And it's, Shirey? I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Shire, and it, he's... There's an E at the end. Yeah. Okay, you're right. And he's living this almost idyllic life. Like, you know, he's just having fun. He's rich. He, he hangs is out he rich, his, though? He is rich. How is he rich? He's I don't got see. money. Do you see his house? But they all look like they have the same house. No, no. no. He's got that bougie door. And I know he didn't I get like it from the door. Ikea. I like the door. He so didn't for, get that shit so from for, Ikea. So, for example, Sam is his gardener. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah, that makes he's you got, rich. He's yeah. got If money. you have somebody that works and for you, you're rich. the thing. Huh? He, I said he's got money. He's got like he's actually got home and furniture money, not like IKEA shit, like the other hobbits. You know like, what I'm saying? Yeah, hobbits he's with got IKEA. Mary and Pippin and Frodo are all the rich ones, and Sam is like the poor hobbit. Got you. Got he's you. ratchet hobbit. He's got like the. <laughs> he's a ratchet hobbit. He's a ratchet hobbit. He's, he's a ratchet, ratchet hobbit. hobbit. He's just making minimum wage. He's minimum to keep wage, and he, he'll, he'll he'll keep going. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> this, this is a plot device, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so. What's That's fun, ridiculous. What's funny is that Bilbo has, an, and for the people who are watching this movie, obviously Bilbo's not that much of an important character, though he is, because if you're a book reader back in the day, and I think this is the last time I'll mention the book in terms mm-hmm. of like setting up story, it's clear that for the book reader that you know, you know who Bilbo is yeah, because The Hobbit came out in the 30s. Versus Lord of the Rings that came out in the, in the 50s. So you, oh, yeah. So you knew Bilbo beforehand. So you knew Bilbo yeah. I didn't know Bilbo. But it, for the moviegoer, Bilbo, not a thing. So you have to set up Bilbo in a smart way where you show like, hey, he did these adventures and shit. Kind of hinted at, not really explained. Yeah. And then I, what I love is, you know, they do the party and everything, which by the way, Fun. I want to be in that party like that. No, Bilbo was getting lit. Okay, like yeah, he was like, yeah, like 
That he party, was. I want to be a party. It looked like, like a fun party. Yeah. You knew Gandalf was coming because he knew he was like, oh shit, it's going to get lit as hell. I'm coming. I'm uh, coming. He, he came with fireworks and shit. They some cool fireworks. Yeah, no, no, they were. Has, you imagine fireworks that turn into butterflies and run around it's you? Awesome. Not even talking about the dragon. Like, the dragon's fucking amazing. Fucking dope no, period. Shit. Yeah. But like, dope as shit. But butterflies that run around you. Like, just like that. It's fireworks. Imagine having a birthday party. Like, for real, Bilbo was lit, okay? Like, no wonder he was the coolest fucking hobbit in town. He was like a thousand years old, right? He was 111. No, I wasn't even close. No, you were 111. Yeah. Well, well, it's 111, but 11 It's It's a little more catchy, you know? It's got some spice. 11 So... What the ring does is that it extends your life and it enhances whatever abilities you have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the case of hobbits, they're masters at turning invisible. So they become literally invisible. Okay. And that extends their life. So the, after the party and everything, we get into the actual story. Like mm-hmm. the actual story kicks off with Bilbo running, walking away. Because he's yeah. tired of this. Well, think about it. You don't see it in 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 the movie, but this dude is has been living in this place, the Shire, where everybody's just like a bumpkin, really. Yeah, yeah. Country bumpkin. Country bumpkin. Yeah. Just like drinking and smoking, and apparently they're really good because you see how he does like the smoke rings and everything like that, and Gandalf does the ship like that. Fucking dope. We need to try that. They're fucking vape themed. I don't think yeah. I can do that, but that would be cool. Yeah. I don't know if I can make a boat though. Like Gandalf became my hero when I saw him do that smoke boat. It was at that moment you were like, like this guy, this guy. Yeah. This guy's you a good know person. Gandalf is like one you want to smoke with. Like, oh yeah. Gandalf. Gandalf knows because he knows his nicotine and his weed. No, that's what I'm saying. I know him. hobbits are rolling shit. Like they are gangsters. Fuck, and I know it. Yeah. And I'm uh, I'm going a little bit. No, after. see, that's what I'm saying. I'm going Mr. a little Smith bit agrees. after the movie and everything like that. Yeah. When Saruman says like. Your love for the halfling's leaf has clearly that's what your That's mind. what I'm quoting. So Sar- Saruman knew. He was like, y'all getting lit as hell without get- me. Yeah, he, that's what probably why hell? he was bad. Because he was well, like, this is some bullshit. I wouldn't want to invite a prude like him. I'm like, you don't want to smoke and chill with me. Fuck yeah, you. He's, no, he's I kind of an asshole. He, but like, you can tell he has a stick up his ass. I'm like, I wouldn't want to smoke with you. You'd I get agree. into like the yeah, philosophical. Yeah. He'd be like, why are we on a floating rock? And then ruin the high for fucking everybody. Yeah, Everybody's yeah. just like, oh, Saruman. No, literally. He would get into the shit that no one to get into and then you're like well you're not fun to smoke with you're not invited anymore we must anymore. talk about this he would he would uh, sit there as you're your high as shit test. and be like so the ring and you're like oh come on man no, he, would ruin, he would ruin the smoke sesh so that's why he wasn't invited that's why he was like I'm kind of pissed at you Gandalf you know what's fuck actually you, funny I agree he in was the mad books, and it's funny that you caught it yeah because in the books he actually secretly buys hobbit weed to smoke and try to imitate Gandalf Interesting. He's just jealous that he doesn't have like Gandalf's vibes, like the chill vibe. I think that's and I'm what like, it is. no, but that's that's what I'm saying. Like, start, like he's just not on that level. He's the one that brings See down the smoke sesh, like, sesh. And I'm like, he's just not as cool, you know. And the Gandalf's mm-hmm. go like, we love each other. This is amazing. Everybody have a good time. Look at the tiger. 
Look at right? look at look at the butterflies from my fireworks. And it's just yeah. like I am so high right now, dude. Yeah. And like, then Saruman's just like, "This is some like, bullshit. I got yeah. trolls." And then Saruman's like, "So what do you guys think of the politics going on right now?" Like he's that one that just ruins. He's the that guy. Thing. Yeah. He's that guy. He's, he's that guy. Like, he's like, we all live on a floating rock, and I'm going to scare the shit out of you and ruin your whole fucking. And then vibe. he has yeah. that voice where you know I love Christopher Lee. Yeah, Christopher yeah. Lee. Yeah. God bless him. Time. Hell May yeah. he rest in peace. Hell yeah. But. When he he has that voice, the yeah. voice of Saruman. Yeah, and then it's like, but then he would ruin. He would ruin that smoke session. I know, and that's why he's not invited anymore, and he's just sour about it. Yeah. It's like, well, your vibes are icky, that's so no he, one wants that's you why around. He went with Sauron, because he went like, well, y'all doing this, I'm going with that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I like how you were saying how his voice is this deep voice that's really powerful, and but I'm gonna go this way, okay? <laughs> no, he's so gonna be like, fuck I'm you, gonna, man. I'm gonna hang with him because he's cooler. I like his eye; it's nice. It's what? a big eye. I feel like a huge, huge eye. Yeah, exactly. Huge eye. His huge. Love his eye. The colors are so pretty in your eyes. He always eyes. sees me oh when God. I look at the ring. Yeah. His colors are so pretty. <laughs> They're fire. They're so, like fire. They're so cute. Oh, my so God. Fire. So what I love about it is that one of the things, and this is uh, one of the things that I find really interesting about the Lord of the Rings in general, is that a character like Gandalf, who in... Other films, he would be like the know-it-all. And he knows his yeah. shit. He knows his shit. But he did not know that the ring that Bilbo had was the one ring. Yeah. Like, he had to actually do some research, which I appreciate. You know, doing some research and going yeah. like, which, by the way, that scene where he goes to do the research about the ring, mm-hmm. they recorded that almost at the end of the filming session because oh, wow. they hadn't built the set for that that city he goes to. Oh, oh really? That city he goes to is going to be prominent in the third movie. Mm. Uh, but I had him built the set for that. So you see what I mean about the timing schedule? That's just an example of... Yeah. He was Gandalf the Grey for a long time, then a long time Gandalf the White. Spoilers. Um, the fuck, man? <laughs> I go. thought he was you dead. You threw that out. You are like, oh, you, spoilers, by off, the way. First off, before you... You say spoilers first, <laughs> then, because at least then let me go and take my ad. I'm regardless, I'm going to hear you, but <laughs> I thought he was dead. I mean, at least he let you know, like, after, like, oh, by the way, that was a spoiler. Fuck you, dude. But anyway. Oh, yeah, it's a 20 year old movie. Fuck. Yeah, like, what can you be spoiled on? You've been missing out for 20 years. Come on, Mr. If, like, I say it's like Rosebud, is the slay. That's a spoiler for Citizen Kane. Yeah. Fuck you if you don't know that. Rosebud. Also, but. And I hate to bring up the book again because we said we weren't going to, but that was the 17 year gap that I was talking yes. about. But I'm going to be when honest he with you. hunted Gollum and yes. things like that. But I'm going to be honest with you. I read the book first. Okay. Yeah. I was in middle school. We all know like baby, well, whatever, yeah. but I, I read it because I wanted to. I wasn't forced in school to do it. Yeah. But no, but see, I wanted to. That's the book I actually picked. And oh, I wrote, okay. I wrote cool. a whole synopsis about nice. it, but I didn't watch the movie. So then I watched the movie and I'm going to be honest with you, it threw me the fuck off because the timeline was actually really screwed up. It was. And it wasn't just a little bit like 17 years thrown off because Bilbo, it was actually um, in the book, it was his birthday and Bilbo's. Like they were yeah. sharing a party. He was, he was becoming he was 33. Three. Exactly. The coming of age. And so when I thought about it and Tommy and I were, t- or um, Mr. Russell Smith were talking about it, I was like, wait He's a still minute. Tommy. Well, still, I know, but Mr. Russell Smith is so like. Catchy. It's cr- Thank you. Yeah, it's crunchy, you know. And, um, bitch. I- <laughs> bitch. Fuck you too. 
But no, but like when I was thinking about that, I was like, that just nom, threw the nom. whole, right? That just threw the whole timeline off. But it, and I don't want to say it ruined the movie because it certainly didn't, but it, it almost like sets up a different feeling for the movie yes. than you do the book. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So, but that's all I wanted to say on that. No, but. no. And, and I agree because when you look at it, and ugh, I don't want to reference the book anymore. I know, I'm but, sorry. But, but, I, but I will. <laughs> In the sense of, like, when you see the relationship between Gandalf, sorry, sorry, Frodo, and Samwise, Mm -hmm. Sam, Samwise Gamgee, Samwise Gamgee, confound it all, Samwise Gamgee. You're too good at that. Thank you. You're welcome. I I love. Why don't you cosplay as Gandalf? No, you should do like an ASMR as Gandalf, like like a Puerto Rican Gandalf. Add some yes. spice to it. I feel like he would be Puerto Rican because he does kick ass. I think so, He'd too. He'd be Puerto Rican as he another Puerto Rican to another. Like yeah, and you could say all the lines in Spanish. Yeah, he would. I'm not going to say it now but because I, be I'm going to be translating it as I'm saying it. But, yeah. <clears throat> but what I'm focusing in on is the Sam-Frodo relationship mm-hmm. makes more sense in the book because it's more of a master... Uh, employee type of relationship an older hobbit younger yeah. hobbit thing because sam is young and frodo's a 50 year old at this see point. i didn't get that in the movie because i'm like why is he calling him mr frodo when when and frodo looks younger and so i'm sitting there going why is he doing that because yeah exactly it really confused me i agree i was on a, the same boat and, 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 no and it, it really does and and I was like, aren't they friends why is he calling him mr that's frodo what I'm saying, like, yeah but in the books, he's 50 years old, and Samwise is about 30-something years old. So, obviously, See, you yeah. would call him Mr. Frodo because he's a little bit older. I guess. I mean, Elijah Wood doesn't look 50, though. Yeah. No, no, but... but He actually looks younger than Sean Ashton. Oh, actually, I'm pretty 100%. sure he is younger than Sean Ashton. 100%. Yeah, he, he has like those big anime eyes in that movie like the whole time. And I hate to say it, he's got, he's got like the doe eyes. And, no, but... um. Like what Tommy was saying, like I feel, I almost feel kind of bad for people that don't have the background on Lord of the Rings, like especially the book, because just like Tommy, like, and we were, you know, talking about it and stuff, you're going to be confused as hell because it's like you don't get those little things. And in Lord of the Rings, especially Lord of the Rings, those little things are the most important plot pieces ever. And that's what makes, that's what makes it profound and worthy of reading. That's why it's literature, not just fiction. Yeah. But again, that's why we don't want to do a lot of the book thing and we want to focus on the movie. Yeah. yeah. So they, then Bilbo leaves, Gandalf looks in for the information about the ring. He comes back and goes like, y'all motherfuckers need to know this. The ring is actually evil. The ring is actually evil. And he tells Frodo, Frodo, you have to leave. You got to go to this place. Mm-hmm. We got we, we to gotta sort this shit out. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's where, and this is important for the story for everybody to know, is like when Gandalf, when Frodo tells Gandalf, yo, this is too much for me. I'm just a hobbit. I'm just yeah. like a little person in this big people world. Gandalf, take the ring. And here's where the movie uh, tells you the important information, which yes. is when Gandalf actually rejects the ring. Yes. Yeah. Gandalf rejecting the ring is so important. Yeah. No, 100%. Because it explains to you why only Frodo can carry it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. anybody else, it's too dangerous. Yes. Well, no, it, sound, it sounds so like demeaning, but it's the truth. Like anybody else, anybody else uh, that actually 
does uses the ring or anything like that mm-hmm. could be potentially way too dangerous. A hobbit, at least, they're just invisible. Like yes, Gandalf gets the ring; he becomes the next Sauron. Yeah, well, we that don't want a, that. Okay, but the invisible thing, and I, I read, I, I read a lot on like Instagram and social media and stuff. But the one, one thing that really stuck with me, and I love that you just said that the invisible thing. Somebody on Twitter, and I really wish I could remember their tag, but it was that. It's it's almost like a metaphor. Yes. Frodo feels invisible. Yes. And it was such a beautiful connection. And I was like, it clicked. Because sometimes with the movie versus the book, again, not to bring it up again, but yeah. I would I would struggle a lot with connecting the dots, you know, like just like Tommy said. Yeah. But then when they it was this one Twitter user and they were like, Frodo feels invisible. This is what that whole movie is about. It's like a metaphor. He feels invisible. And I was like, boom, it clicked. It was such a good way you put it. Yeah. I just I, I oh, had to say that. It was thank you. a really good way to put it. I was just like, Oh yeah, like a hundred percent. So and obviously, and I'm, I'm, we're not obviously going to do all the book de- the movie details because even the movie details take too long to explain. So oh, yeah. the, the, how I'm going about it is... And we want them to watch it. We oh, want yeah. them to watch it. The we want them to watch the movie. So, we don't want to tell them everything because then what's the point of them watching it? Of course. And it's... Then Frodo goes with Sam and he finds Merry and Pippin, which are two other hobbits. Mm-hmm. They get... They reach Bree, which is a place of human beings that are close to the, to the Shire. And there they meet Aragorn. Aragorn. Or Aragorn. Um, Viggo Mortensen or Strider. Strider. I was just going to say, what was his um, ranger name? Strider. Strider. And Strider goes like, hey, you can't wait for Gandalf. The bat people are coming. and they Well, something happened to Gandalf. Oh yeah, that's, and, that was the other part. And well, we'll uh, I will mention it then. Spo- now. So, is that a spoiler? Well, technically, I wouldn't say it's a spoiler because technically, the point is they're trying to meet Gandalf. True, yes. but yeah. something happened to Gandalf because he ran into Count Dooku. Yeah, and so, and bad things happened. So, and as oh, yeah. you said, he was angry. He was like, "Y'all had a smoke session and a party without me." Yeah. yeah, I'm the fucking white and then, guy. And then, and then he sat there and made Gandalf fucking do like that spinny thing. Like he was like full on crumping. By he the was, way, like, fucking crumping. Yeah. That shit was hilarious. It was He's just <laughs> spinning along, and no, Christopher he, Lee's just talking shit. You know what it's he said? Great. He was he was like, you know what? Fuck you, because you had fun without me. I'm gonna make you crump, but by force. And then this bitch <laughs> made him like fucking. Oh, it was so funny. Moves. It was, was so funny. He was like, "How does it feel to do hip hop moves by yourself on the floor? How does it feel?" I will say this though. One of my favorite parts about uh, their little interaction yeah. um, is to the fact that when Gandalf shows up and he's just like, and Christopher Lee is, he's a, that's a bad guy. Oh yeah. No, he was, you look at him and you guy. go, that's a bad guy. And he's like, hello, my friend. And no, that's a bad guy. Yeah. And then they have a push fight, which is great. Old man fight. Just like, a, 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 they use the force. Fight, yeah. They were using yeah, the force. force. Fight. Um, so it fit with Christopher Lee, especially and then, like you said, he just makes it, and he's just spinning, and he's just, and he's telling him his whole plan as he's just spinning, and then he shoots him up in the air. He was just giving him the taste of the bad high that he got. He was like, "Fuck you." He was dude. like, "Yo, I just took a brownie. You have no fucking clue. You're spinning right yeah, now." Yeah, he, he was like, "Hey, bitch, you remember those <laughs> edibles you gave me?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm about to do that, you but like do ten times worse. You didn't do it with me, Gandalf. Yeah, but that is when he says the line that I high. personally really loved. Is so when he tells him that he chooses death, because here's the thing: so you've chosen you death. Love that line. The way he's everything the way he says it the way he looks when he says it, and he's an ugly guy too but the way he, it just yeah, yeah. so you have chosen death fantastic but it was his face and it, I kind of giggled at it because like when when the camera panned on him he just looked over like you had the fucking audacity 
He's you like, you should have been with dead. me. Yeah. Like a bad motherfucker. Yeah, he, he was, was like, like, you have the audacity to do that, bitch. I didn't get the giant bird either. Like, this guy's like, damn, Gandalf's getting everything that I don't have. Are you yeah. shitting me right now? Wow. Agreed. The audacity. So, and that's why Gandalf got caught by Saruman, as we're talking about. <laughs> and he, Gandalf escapes and manages to get to Frodo. Um, in Rivendell. Rivendell is where their elves are at. Yeah. Right? And Frodo gets stabbed by uh, a Morgul blade by the Witch King, which is spoilers again. Well, I've saw, I've seen the movie, so. Yeah, no. We, it's okay. What are, I what was going to actually ask you, too, because when he gets stabbed, now he had the ring on when he got stabbed. Yeah. yeah. So I actually, when he got when he got stabbed, he goes, oh, which, by the way, horrible job by Elijah Wood. Um, <laughs> when he gets stabbed, I was sitting there, I'm like, um, shouldn't the ring like protect him? You think it would be more of a so again? Thing? Yeah, that's to, okay. I'm with him on that. Like, one. No, that don't you think too. it would because they they work for um, what's his Sauron. name? Sauron, and if he puts the ring on, but he doesn't have enough power to overtake Sauron's will. Not not just the fact that he can't control them. It's more of the fact of the ring is still on him. Shouldn't it at least protect him? Because what, what was happening to him? Because his eyes were turning blue no, and so shit. So, so two things. One, when he puts on the ring, yes, he turns invisible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what really happens is he, he's turning invisible to mortal eyes. Not uh, them, though. But not to anybody who is in a higher plane. What that means... Oh. So they did see him. What is What that means I is anybody you. who is an elf or above an elf meaning wizards or angels yeah. or demons yeah. and things like that, would actually be able to see yeah. Frodo. Oh, wait a minute, because I remember, because they they were um, they were in previous forms, they were the men, they were the kings, yes. but Sauron made them not human, not spirits, but they were like in limbo. Yes. Purgatory. Because, yes. That, okay, Purgatory. that light so, made a light bulb so, go off. For example, remember when I he sees. It. Remember, I get it. I was like, oh my remember God. when he sees Liv Tyler when she comes along. I love when he sees Liv Tyler. But it's Liv Tyler because I was. I, I was wondering if Stephen was going to show Liv up. Tyler like that, like Liv Tyler would walk to me and she would with the light shining and stuff wow. like that to me. And I to an Aerosmith song, of course. Of course. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. But because she's an elf, she has a you're an elf. She has a higher plane of existence. Yeah. So that means that in that world, he would actually be able to see her in her true form. Yeah. Like, that's how she looks in the spirit realm. Okay. Like, if he were to see Gandalf or other people, he would actually see them as they actually are. Well, when he first Uh... sees her... He took the ring off by then. Mm, Yes, but he's... But But he's in like that... But he is transitioning, which is the funny thing. What is he turning into, though? A ring wraith. Like one those of those guys, like gotcha, the, the, yeah, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But that's which what I'm is what I'm funny yeah. to me. It's funny, which I know you hadn't realized it, but to me it's hilarious because he would actually turn like a ring wraith. So imagine if they failed and Frodo actually became a ring wraith, and so you have a little mini thing with a little hood on. Mm-hmm. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the have fucking like sign. Nine big ones and one little one. The like, little one. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, imagine you're like about to be slayed by all of them. You see the Lord, you're like, aw. And then he stabs you. He's, the, he's the one that stabs you, too. Yeah. No, he'll be, he'll be, no, you know what? Go ahead and stab me. It's your first go. It's like your just, first. Give a shot. Yeah, give a shot. On, Take a come shot. Come on, buddy. It's okay. You can do it to Legolas. It's fine. Yeah. one. They go like, you don't want to mess with that one. Yeah. yeah. He's the mean one, yeah. But eventually, one of my favorite scenes, um, 
Frodo makes it to Rivendell where the elves are. And one of my favorite scenes is because actually Liv Tyler shows up. Arwen, mm-hmm. who's the love interest for Aragorn. She's so pretty. She's beautiful. Wow. And yes. they actually get there and then she actually invokes the power of the river to wash away the ring race. So yes. I that was such that. a cool scene. It's fucking badass. That scene. was yeah, a cool was. scene. It was really, and that was she, one of my favorite. And her voice, that was, is, I and would her agree voice is really yeah. good. Well, like, she just it goes. It works. Deeper. Like she, yeah. she, you know, she learns from the best. Let's yeah. be real. Yeah, of course. She learns from the best. I'm talking about her father, by the way, for yeah. those that don't understand what I'm saying. And not Elrond, ha, but Ha-ha. actually Steve Tyler. Yeah, 100. percent In Rivendell, they meet Elrond, who is uh, Liv Tyler's father, Arwen's father, Elrond. Hugo Weaving. Hugo Weaving. Hugo Weaving. And. Uh, not Steven Tyler. <laughs> Not Steven. Amazing. Though. Oh my god! If it was that would have been awesome. Though. You know who actually was actually wanting to be that role? You're gonna die when I say Michael this. B. Jordan. Michael. A <laughs> little bit less, but even more so, okay. David Bowie. Yeah, oh my god, that would have worked. Bowie. That would have worked. Would we he ha- actually would we- wanted to be Elrond? But would we have had the bulge? Yes. Yeah. We, we have no to. bulge. No Bowie. No, but like it's the fantasy genre and everything, so we would have to have the magical bulge because uh-huh. that's what would save the whole. That's that's if what would end the whole sang, plot. He would have sang a movie. Oh my god! Yep. Why would you yep. say that? Perfectly to me? fine. Perfectly fine. Now I'm that. gonna like imagine that the no, whole he, time. Like this yeah, could be He actually tried to get into the movie and be Elrond. Wow. They said no. He said who, no. Who says no to David Peter Bowie? Peter Jackson, apparently. Peter Jackson okay, says well, no to Peter David Jackson, Bowie. Peter Jackson, I've got some words for you. <laughs> Fuck David you, man. Bo- yeah, that. Exactly what Mr. Bet Russell Smith you, said. Bet you feel well, horrible now that he's no longer yeah. here with us. He said it He said it better than me, so we're going to go with Mr. Russell Smith. <laughs> I like his voice when he said fuck you, so I Fuck can't do you, that. man. There you, go. there you go. See, he did it for me. So, Thank you. You're welcome. In the Rivendell, a fellowship forms. Nine individuals, four hobbits... Two men, one wizard, one dwarf, one elf, get together, and just like the nine ring wraiths, mm-hmm. become like the opposite of it, like the good version of it, and they are tasked with taking this ring, which cannot be destroyed by any regular means. They have to be destroyed in the or volcano that it was made. Mount Doom. Mount Doom. Ooh, I did get it right. <laughs> do I do the elf version of it? Or Odorin. Yeah, no, I can't. I can't match with that. Mount Doom. You You know what? English. I'm gonna go with Doom on that one. Did you see the extended version of uh, the Lord of the Rings or the regular version? Regular, unfortunately. So in the extended cut, in (laughs) the extended, unfortunately, in the extended cut, um, Gandalf actually in the Council of Elrond mentions, you know, the One Ring to rule them all, Mm -hmm. One Ring to find them, One Ring to bring them all, and the darkness find them. In the book. And in the extended cut, he actually does the 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 poem, but in black speech. Oh, yes, I did not. Black I. You know what? I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not sure if I'm proud of you or if I'm upset with you. But congratulations <laughs> on that one. That was pretty Tommy good. Tommy, just say. Yeah, because yeah. I literally went, wow. Boy, that's, that was really that's, um, when you see the ring, that's what it means. And when you hear Gandalf in that, Gandalf, not Gandalf, Sauron, you know when they're fighting in the Council of Anon, you hear slowly Sauron go like, It's the one ring poem going over and over again. When, when Frodo's having like the, 
like anxiety attack that he's having. <laughs> he's like, when you, oh, <laughs> okay. And then you see the ring, and it has the fire. And everything yeah, like yeah. That. And you hear the voice. And yeah, it's like Agnes the Catherine Agnes. Yeah, I'm. I am more like impressed. You can remember that and do that voice perfectly because I can't even remember what the fuck I ate yesterday. So wow, I'm really impressed. I have, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I tip my no, cap for that one. You know, There's some things in life we're good at. I don't even I'm know what day it is actually. Literally, so, I wow. drink and I know things. That's that's about it. <laughs> I wish. It. I wish I had that. Honestly, that's about wow, it. fantastic. So that was fantastic. That was good. That wow. Was good. And then you know we get from the ring. And we get into Moria because they tried to go over the mountains, but Saruman caught them off with a spell. Blizzard. <laughs> he the made snow. it snow. He made it <laughs> snow, but like badly. Yeah, he but did. But like bad. You know what I love about that scene? And that's just a small detail that both the hobbits and the men are like like shivering and cold and everything like that. Yeah. But the only two people that you see that are Legolas. Like normal is Legolas yeah. and Gandalf. because Legolas higher. is actually oh, walking on say. the snow. Yeah. He's walking Just, on the snow. Yeah. Yeah. He Very was totally impressive. fine. Because yeah. they are what? Elves are lighter Higher than everybody lighter. else. I thought it was like more of a... Magical um, thing. Ma- yeah, with Santa Claus type of thing with oh. elves and Santa and you know, they, they like the winter yes. and stuff like well, that. I'll That's where it, I went with it. It's part of it, yeah. I'll do you one better. I just thought it was because it's Orlando Bloom. Cause it's, yes, because he walks on water. Well, well, no, has that power. Well, yeah, well, no, yes, I mean, Bloom has that power. I mean, I guess, but I was just going to say because his ass cheeks, like they're hot as fuck, so I was just going to... You know, so, right, that, you know what? we're gonna we're gonna go with like what he time clapped. He clapped his way up as <laughs> he was <going. laughs> clapped his way up. His ass cheeks. Cheers to Orlando so Bloom's ass cheeks, guys. Like plot twist. Plot twist. Wow. Wow. You know plot what? Twist. We we need we haven't cheers once, but we need to cheers to Orlando cheers Bloom's to Orlando cheers Bloom's ass. ass. Cheers to Orlando Bloom's yeah. ass. Congratulations. I was gonna Orlando say Bloom. it's America's ass, but that's Chris Evans' line. That is Britain's that's, ass. Yeah. That is Britain's yeah. ass. Yeah, no, like, plus he's not American, so it wouldn't I know. fit. That well, is Britain's ass. Can though. you imagine? Like they all were like, "It's Saruman," but actually, it wasn't Saruman. It was just Orlando Bloom's ass cheeks clapping so fucking so loud. That was the thunder? It caused he an farted? avalanche. No, but that's like the snow thing. It just caused an avalanche, and they just thought it was Saruman, but it wasn't him. Yeah, there you go. Oh, so what's what's funny is um, what's funny is uh, once we get over the mountains. Once we get over the mountains and we get down into the mines, we get into the mines and we get into Moria, yeah. which is where the dwarves live. Mm-hmm. And the dwarves, you know, Gimli, who, by the way, we haven't mentioned yet, Gimli, Gimli. is amazing. John Reese davis did an amazing job. As yeah, Gimli. I agree. He did. And dwarf minds are invisible. And, you know, all, all, all that shit that he, that he talks about. And... When we get there, we realize, oh shit, the dwarves are not living here anymore. They got massacred. But yes, and <laughs> it was awesome, right? Like when they were walking around, I'm I know I'm chewing right now, but when they were walking around, you just see this just bunch of dead fucking and then like, 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 oh my god, mine. yeah, this is too. Ah, that was so sad though, because like you could, I don't know. It was Go it ahead. was more of like his attitude towards like the elves and everybody, and he was so proud of being a dwarf. And then he goes to the tomb, and you could just see his face fall. It was his people. I, it was his, his people. people. But it, it was it was genuinely like heart wrenching. Like yeah. I, that was the first time in that whole movie my heart actually like, felt. Well, the like tomb me. when he sees the tomb and he's like, Aah! and he runs, no, he runs that, and he starts know, saying it was prayers. So upsetting. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, and that's hard for me to feel in like movie, especially Lord of the Rings for me at least. I didn't feel that the whole movie until him, and he was the one character that I really didn't give a second thought about until that moment. Agreed. And then we get into the first 
truly big action piece. Oh, yeah. I was waiting film. a long time yeah. to get a good action piece. Because you have like a this mini a action, action piece when they're escaping the ring rates from the Shire to, to Bree. Yeah. Which is good. And then from Weathertop where Frodo gets stabbed to Rivendell. You get a little bit of action piece of chasing, horse chasing, which is rare in a movie anyway. Oh, yeah. It's like a... It's like Very a, rare. <laughs> Very rare. It's like a car chase scene, but with horses. So it's impressive. <laughs> they, they actually managed to make it interesting. <laughs> yes. I agree. <laughs> so, but the first true action piece of this film is, and it's the only, by the way, for anybody who's listening and knows their shit, this is the only action piece where the entire fellowship is actually fighting. Mm-hmm. All four hobbits, mm-hmm. the two men, the dwarves, the dwarf, the elf, and the wizard. Yeah. Everybody drew up swords and bows and Started everything like going that. Going to town. Kicked fucking ass. They were kicking that ass. They did. They did. They kicked some ass. They did. They they definitely did. They kicked fucking ass. I was impressed. It was a good fight. No, it was a great fight. I one of my favorite scenes in, in the in the entire thing is when the one of the trolls, first of all, when they when Boromir Sean Bean, yes, mm-hmm. had heard the troll, he went like, They have a cave troll, like, like that Marvel type of like, it's it not gonna be, we're not gonna, it's not a problem, it's an inconvenience, yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> he I was, I love how his character was so fucking tired of everything, he was like, yeah. God damn it, like, it wasn't even just he just like, thought it was gonna be an easy walk, no, he did, he was just like. Well, shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, oh, this adds another five minutes to the fucking yep. Google Maps like, Come trip. on, guys. Yeah. They have a cave troll. I, they have a troll. Yeah. There's a fucking demon. A he fuck was, He this. was, like, fed up. He's yeah. like, he's like. so Google Maps did not say it would take this long. And then on top of that, it's, it's just another Google fucking Maps. inconvenience. One it was. Everything was an inconvenience to him. I know. He, w- he was <laughs> tired up. He fed up. My man was done. He's done. But then a perfect Sean Bean character. Yes. Oh yeah, he was a ready to Sean find Bean. a Holiday Inn and call it a night. He's yeah. like, I'm done. Which I'm fucking done. They, they started. Aragorn and him picked up the chain of the uh, uh, of the troll and then picked it up in, in this action scene, and then the troll just moving around accidentally made Aragorn, you know, Viggo Mortensen's character, accidentally knock a little bit out, so he wasn't controlling the chain, and then the. Troll looked at at the chain and looked at Boromir, Sean Bean, and we're like, "It's just you." Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Boromir looked at him and we're like, "Oh fuck, it's just me." And then <laughs> <laughs> flung him. He's fucking yeeted him. Just, <laughs> oh. <laughs> but what I love is that then Aragorn just picks up and he has Boromir's sword, and he just throws it like a fucking dagger. Yep. And then just impales an orc just like that. He's kind. Simple. He's kind of a baddie. Yeah. He is a baddie. As, as a the bad only female right now, badass. like in in the conversation, like he kind of a baddie. Like at first, I was like, "Ew, why do the females like flaunt over him and all that?" And I was like, "Ooh, okay." Because it kind of like it was at that moment that Emma was like, "Oh, oh, uh, no, it wasn't hello like hello there, vegan." Well, no, no. At he's first, that accurate. at first, I was like, "Oh," and then I was like, "Oh." Hey. Hey. Yeah, it was like, oh. Hey, Vigo. I love your name. He's kind of dirty, but he's kind of dirty. You got what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, he's kind of a bad. He's a little dirty. He's dirty, but he's dirty. Like, I wish you'd throw me like that. Oh, my God. God, See what I mean? Yeah. So, and then we get into the most iconic scene, in my opinion, of this movie, 
when just as the fellowship is getting surrounded by goblins, all of a sudden you hear, and then all the goblins just spread out, and then Gimli, like a fucking dumbass, is laughing, thinking like, we won, we won. And then you just start seeing the light come up the tunnels, and then Sean Bean does one of my favorite lines in this movie where he goes like what is this new devilry I'll tell you what it is <laughs> and then Gandalf just closes his eyes he goes like he just opens it like with dread like a Balrog of Morgoth and then yeah. you cut to Legolas's eyes and for the first fucking moment in that movie Legolas is actually a Shaking, yeah, yeah. Uh-oh. He actually goes like, because everybody else there does not know what he's talking about. But Legolas, an elf, is immortal, so he yeah. knows what fucking Gandalf is talking about. He grew like, up oh, with stories shit, about this dog. shit, yeah. And he goes like, a demon of the ancient world, as far as beyond any of you, run! And then they run, and that's the famous scene in the bridge of Casadun, mm-hmm. yeah, where Gandalf confronts the Balrog. The Balrog. And a lot of people forget, though, that Gandalf and the Balrog are actually equals. Yes, they're Meyer spirits. Yes, yes, and everybody forgets that. And I'm like, you do Again, I not br- I'm not bringing up the book, <laughs> but I'm bringing up the movie now. People don't understand. I really wish they made this more clear in the movie. People don't understand that those are equals and how fucking scary that is, that something is equal to Gandalf in that moment. Not Saruman, but I'm talking like an actual monster quote. Yeah, I would consider him equal. I didn't know that, though. But it's actually scary. Like, if you have that background and you see Legolas like, react like that, you're gonna be like, oh, shit. That's why Legolas' reaction is so important, because even if you don't, in the movie, even if you don't know that information. Yeah. Legolas has not flinched once in the story. Oh, no. Yeah, that, yeah, That's yeah, what yeah. I'm saying. It's so important. Except when he made his ass yeah. to clap. That was about it. Wow. <laughs> but so many people forget. So many people don't know that or forget that. And I really, really wish the movie gave just a little more background. Yes, I agree 100%. I really do. And it, it like hurts my heart genuinely because it's just like in that moment, that would have been such a good build up to like know that, hey, this Balrog is equivalent to Gandalf the Grey. He How big of a moment is that? You know, he's a demon while Gandalf is an angel. Yes. Yes. And I, it just, I don't know. So, and then you get the famous scene of like, I am a servant of the secret fire, wielder of the flame of Arnor. The dark fire will not avail you, flame of Udun. Yes. I'm sorry, I just had to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I just like when he does, you shall no, not pass. shall not pass. Fantastic. Fa- absolutely fantastic. We don't need any Here's the thing. Is so when good. No, we don't need, we don't need sound bites. He's He is the sound bite. He's Thank great. Mm-hmm. Wow. Like. Fantastic, sir. Fantastic. We the Grand him. Wizard, right? The Grand Wizard. Yeah, that's a good one. But then... <laughs> We lose Gandalf in that process, and then that's when hope starts shaking for the fellowship because yeah. it's like, yeah, Holy mine shit, too, though. Our sh- yeah, because I was like, oh no, Gandalf is gone. Until oh, now, no. you told me he's yeah, he's alive. No, I knew he was alive. It just we all knew he was but, alive. Yeah, we knew he was although, alive. I've seen although, I've seen trailers. Although, 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 although
when they reveal what actually happened when Gandalf went down. Mm-hmm. Amazing, but I won't reveal We're not there anything. yet. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. Amazing. And when everybody sees it, they go like, oh, that is fucking amazing. So just a quick, like, you know, num nums for people who want to see the second one. Num num. So immediately you go into the despair of like, you have your strongest fellowship member die. Yes. Who's left in terms of strength? Legolas, Legolas. then Aragorn, and then everybody else. That's not impressive. (laughs) No, it's not. And Legolas is amazing. But he's still one person. Though. He's still yeah, one exactly. person. And it's one just person. Orlando and Bloom. Not, and he's not even the strongest elf. It's like an elf. Right. He's, he's David an elf. Bowie is the strongest elf. David Bowie is the strongest elf. Yes. I'm going to hold on to that still. This whole I, After I this fucking episode. Fucking I'm gonna, insane, I, right? I know. I'm mad about it. Continue. No, no. I, I, no, no. <laughs> We're I, all like, God, David believe Bowie. Believe me, I am still mad at that even after years of learning about this. Yeah. I was like... Y'all had the opportunity for David Bowie to be here and you didn't choose it? Yeah. Fuck you. We're all going to like write a really Hugo angry Weaving. letter. What the fuck? I do, I do love Hugo Weaving, but knowing that. I know. I say no we write bulge. a really no angry email. We, we write a real I think so. I hey, think so. Hey, fuck face. And Peter Jackson's going to be <laughs> like, <laughs> fuck face. Yeah. <laughs> Did you not put the bulge in there? Now it's too late. Yeah. Now it's too late. We that can't bulge, do it now. Did the fucking Hobbit, that bulge, so like that that. bulge could have stopped any ring if you got my drift. Aha. Yes. So. I think so too. Yes. I think so. He passed. He passed. You mm-hmm. said you shall not pass, and he passed. Yeah. Yeah. If you catch my drift. Yeah. Oh, he uh-huh. passed. Yeah. But which is funny. But going back then, the fellowship, which now are not nine but eight. Because mm-hmm. Gandalf died. Rip. They go to Lothlorien. Lothlorien. And meet the Lady Galadriel. Who girl is boss. Girl empress. Girl. Well, no, but she's a boss and she's a she's girl. A, so it's girl boss. She's super boss. Like she's, she is. She's super boss. She is. She, all women as. Like if a know. boss had a boss. Yeah. That's her. Yeah, out of this sausage fest. Out That's of this her. sausage fest, I'm rooting, I'm rooting for her. Okay. Oh yeah. But yeah. God bless her. Yeah, to be fair, wow. Galadriel is the strongest elf out of all of them. Oh yeah. She is no, and if you read the books, she would know that she's the strongest elf. But the great thing is the movie implies it. Along the oh, way, and, it like, did, and that was that no was other elf did the shit that she did. So that's why it's good because then you have the opportunity yeah. to go like, oh, she's a. Badass motherfucker. Yeah. And they set that up really good with um, Gimli. Like, oh, yes. And how he was, like, talking about the sheet, the elf witch, you know. And then she pops up like, hey, just going to pop in here and ruin your day. How are y'all? Yep. What's going on? And, she gives the, and then she gives the little scary bit yep. where she gets the ring. She scares the shit out yes. of everyone. Where everybody, which, which was like, Ooh. did you get scared? No, I didn't get scared, but I did. Um, scared's not the right word. I would say more of Turned a. Turned on. Sh- yes. Yeah. Oh, I, well, I was gonna say I don't know about you, but I, I, I know what I did. I, when 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 she was like, I was like, oh, I was like, yo, why is that kind of? I was like, I gotta, I'm gonna tell you right now. It's kind of working for yes. me. I was like, yo, why do I have a chick owner? I'll, I'll say yes. Kate you know Blanchett? what? Here's the fucking ring. Yeah, <laughs> Kate Blanchett. You can be my queen. I don't need a Wait, that was Kate Blanchett? You didn't yeah. know that? No. That's why I said that. I was like, yo, why do I have a chick boner right now? What? I know that was Kate Blanchett. Whoa, dude. There's so many people in this movie. There are. You didn't. I can't believe you didn't know that. I didn't know that. I thought it was just some white chick. 
No. no. <laughs> oh my god. That's how how dare he? Top notch, Mr. Oso, no, no, crunchy, top notch. God damn it! So I didn't know that. Here's All the right. great thing, though. You need after after the Gandalf thing, you need that Lothlorien bit because you know you got to. Cry for Gandalf a little bit and everything. Yeah, like that. yeah I cried. And then the movie's going like, we all did. We, we all did. Almost Mr. over. We, we need did. to Thank pick you. up. Yeah. That's what the movie. Literally, <laughs> that Lothlorien scene is like. Okay, so cry. Yeah. Okay, it's okay. You cry. Ian McKellen's dead. I cried. Yeah. Cry, 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 cry. Crying more. Okay, now we need to pick yeah. up. Yeah, we got to keep going, though. We got to keep going. Yeah. That's but what it, the movie it, But it been in the movie, it made such a beautiful... It wasn't like immediately snap, you know, from grief to this. It was a beautiful setup that Galadriel yes. made. Yes. And I just want to say that for a minute. It was such a beautiful transition because it was like from grief. She was like... In that scene, like you could almost feel how Frodo felt. It was pure grief. Yes. But then it was the transition in the mirror. She was like... Now you need to know what you need to do from yep. this grief. That was a beautiful scene. And that's why Frodo decides to do what he does at the end of the movie, yes. which is leave. Why? Because she said, this ring is going to destroy everybody. Mm-hmm. Yes. Everybody, like Gandalf denied it, so he's not in trouble with it, but he died fighting for it. Mm-hmm. Everybody here is going to have a huge problem with this, with this ring, especially you know who. And who was that? You know who? Sean Bean. Sean Bean ate it as always. Yes, he always eats it every time you see Sean Bean in a that movie a, or a TV show. That yeah. was a great transition. He always dies. It was. Wait, Boromir. Boromir. Okay, I did get Boromir. right. I keep kind of fuck up the names, so I'm like, Boromir. That's why I just call him Sean Bean. I'm like, that's Sean, Sean Bean. Bean. It's Sean know. Bean. He likes to die. I think in his contracts, it always states he dies. Although, in my opinion, this is his best best yeah. death scene ever. Yeah, I agree I because he upset. was a badass. Yeah, and it, that one was upsetting. Really and he's was. a character you're not technically supposed to like until exactly. that moment. Yes. When you're like... Because he's kind of a dick. He's kind of a prick. He's an asshole. I mean, he's a greedy man. It's 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 actually a uh, metaphor for yeah. that's, men. Yeah, the man. metaphor. <laughs> but that's why you also feel bad because it's like the viewers at home are like... Well, the greed of man, that's something I feel every day. Because Facts. who the fuck wouldn't give up something really important for greed? We, we all yeah. Sure, we all why not? Greed. It's, yeah. it's all about selfishness, Especially really. Yeah, power. yeah it selfishness. Sense. Power, right. Power. Yes. Power. power. But that's why you feel bad, because then he also explains, he's like, my father and all of this, and he's explaining it, and you're like, and then he goes like, this ring, enough. Yes. this ring is going to yes. give me the power to end the war. To end the grief of yes. my people. But then right. we of go back course. to what Gandalf of said. Of course, and I'm okay but with that. But I'm going to want this ring for the for the Power reason to, to do, do good. good. And but that's the whole. That's like such a big plot. That's device. the temptation of yes. the ring. That's why the ring is so powerful. Yes, but people always forget that, and I wish they didn't because even in Sean Bean's death, it was like. That is such a huge, huge, huge plot point. Yes. But it also brings out the the best part of Lord of the Rings, we're human. And even in all, like, this whole universe that um, J.R.R. Tolkien made, it was just, like, the whole point of it is that we're all human. No matter what. Even as fictional as it sounds, yeah, we're all human. Yeah, you know? No, I agree 100%. Preach. So, preach. Preach. No, that was, Thank you. you. Got the good thing. shit. I know I did. Thank you. So Good shit. So Thank before I, I leave Tommy to finish the review, because here's the thing I want Tommy to do. Because Tommy's the not just the movie guy. He's also like the, the action guy. The action Love guy. Love Mishmash. Huh? Oh. Do it again. again. No. Do it again. 
the action guy. Ooh. I can't yeah. sing, but I'm trying. You know what I, I like mean. That. You know what I mean by yeah. this. Yeah. yeah. There's so, jazz hands. You just couldn't see it. So Frodo and Sam leave the they fellowship leave. and they go on their own quest because Frodo trusts Sam enough to be his partner in this journey and things like that. But Frodo leaves Boromir, Merry, Pippin, and Aragorn, Gimli, and Well, Merry and Pippin get taken. Mm-hmm. Not yet, not yet, not yet. I, I was going to go, like, oh. he leaves all of them. Okay, yeah, yeah. And he goes. But then, and that's how Frodo's story in this movie ends. Him walking to Mordor on his own with Sam. With Sam. But the other fellowship, and I want now Mr. J- Mr. Oso Smooth to, to handle this re- part of the review because I think he can set up better than I can. I don't know. You know what it is? I That part to me, and we were talking about this, like I actually got excited to see the next step of uh, Legolas and Aragon and what's G- it? Gimli. Gimli, Gimli. yeah, Gimli. Gimli. Uh, because it's just that moment where they know they're gone. They see them. They see the boat go to the other side. They see them walk off. And the whole time they're just all right. So what do we do now? Like what the fuck? Yeah. So like what what a, what a piece of shit. Like just we came in together and he said fuck. Sean Bean dies and you tell us to go fuck ourselves. Like that's yeah. fucked up. But it was that moment where they're just like all right. So where do we go from here? And Aragorn's just like, you want to go kill some motherfuckers? And all both of them just go yeah. fuck yeah, let's go. And even I'm sitting there watching it like yes, yeah, let's kill some people. You go, fucking Orlando Bloom, and, and then God Gimli did it best. God bless Orlando Bloom, because you were like, yeah, yeah, because that's what I'm saying. Like, like even yeah. like the way Gims, he was just, yeah. yeah, and then Orlando Bloom or Legolas, he didn't have to do anything. He was just like, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's yeah. like he's like the unofficial hype man, he and is. I, I am going to say it like like Sam. Sam's like Frodo's hype man, but no, Legolas is like yeah. Aragorn's hype. Man. Yeah, but in it, which, no, yeah, he is. He's he like, is. You, you do it, Aragorn. Remember when Boromir But he's said, like a boring hype man, though, because he doesn't go like, yeah. He's no, just but, like, yeah. But you know he's like the realest out of anybody. He like, is he, the realest, I agree. He lived like the longest. Hype man. He did, yeah. He lived the longest. And, and, here, and here's yep. where I love about Legolas as a hype man. It's like, and Boromir became like a hype man at the end. Yeah. Like when he was dying. Because when Boromir were like, you're a fucking ranger. What are you fucking talking about? Because mm-hmm. he's snooty. Because he, you know, he's very he thinks snooty. he's a prince. And he's a man. And he looks at Aragorn. And he goes like, "Who are you?" And then Legolas goes like, "This is no mere man. This is Aragorn." That was a little fruity. He was like, "I know." Well, it's Orlando, Orlando like, Bloom. It, he got high. No, it's it's Orlando Bloom. It's Orlando Bloom. I'm doing it extra. <laughs> I can't wait till we talk about the other two movies just to keep mentioning how we don't talk fruity. about Legolas. We talk about Orlando yeah. Bloom. Yeah. It's Orlando no, Bloom. Like, okay. No, but he, it was the way he was like. He's a man. He's not no He's man. He's no no man. I know, but He's he was like, out of going. He was like, ah. of, I'm like, what the fuck? He makes my ears tingle. And I love how the Boromir. The fuck, Orlando Bloom? Yeah. I love how Boromir goes like, oh, he's the king? Fuck, fuck him. him. <laughs> yeah, no, literally. He was like, Ew. Fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> fuck him. But then at the end, when Boromir dies, he goes like, you know what? You're my brother. Yeah. You're my captain. You're my king. And Which, that shit hurted. But I, but I gotta that tell you, hurt, but that know. shit hurted. But his death, though, I mean, one shit, one shot with the fucking bow, 
Should have oh, killed him. Should've shit. And he's like, no. And he keeps going. Another shot with a bow. Should have killed him. I tell too. you, the best person, if anybody, you ever want somebody to die in a movie, you let Sean Bean do it because he yeah. does it well. He did it beast mode, but he gave that character such a different perspective. Yes. And it was, you it respected was, him. It was beautiful. It, it, was, it was. It was a respect. Yeah, exactly. It was a respect. Tommy. It was respect. Yes. And it, it, it was really fantastic. Did, yeah. It was a very good death scene to the point that. You were mad that he died. Like, yeah. you were like, I kind of wanted to see him continue on. Like, yeah. if he had a brother and it was a twin and it was Sean Bean, I'd be okay with that. Yeah. I know he has a brother, by the way. I, was um, <laughs> I know he has a brother. I, 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 know, a brother. I know he has a brother. And yeah. I know he has a really asshole of a father, too. Um, but I don't know. I I love that ending scene of just how the three of them are like, we'll catch up to them. We're going to go fuck some and shit I up right now. I love that in yeah. the background of Aragorn's mind. Yeah. The Morrison's mind. Yeah. It's like... I just made a fucking promise to a dead guy mm-hmm. that I was going to unite the city, protect humanity. Yeah. Because he said, like, I won't let the white city fall, nor our people fail. Yeah. yeah. When he says that fucking line, he's doing big promises. There. That's a that was big a big promise. promise. Yeah, it's a big he promise. Going, like, humanity's not going to fall. Yeah. That's a big promise because, bro, you don't even have the ring. So, well, like, he, like, and he even did, like, and the, by the way, he kiss left. seal, which was like, that just added well, that's, an extra. That's a kid seal. Yeah. That, that, that the Judas kiss seal, like though. Yeah. yeah, but, it, was yeah like, no. it was like a Judas kiss because it, yeah. was, it was like, I'm talking like that was a, yeah. that big of a deal. And that just, like, put the but fucking it, nail in the car. Wasn't that also more of an I'm sorry thing? When no, Judas no, did it's, that? It's, it's a king seal. No, the Judas. The Judas one is more of like an I'm sorry. It was so important to him. Like the Judas kiss, that's such an important part. That's what I mean. It was I know, I agree. Big thing. It was like, oh shit, you yeah. you know that he really does mean to like intend to keep those promises. Yeah, yeah. No, and I that's agree. that's what did the nail in the coffin up. for me. It was like, ow, <laughs> that so shit hurted. Shit up. We gonna yeah. kill some. So that that shit hurted. If whoever's listening to me or us is listening and then goes like, okay, so we have Enya rolling on the credits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then I ask you, the listener, or in this case, Emma and Tommy, with me, what was your favorite character? Ooh. I'm going to, can I go first? Sure. I was going to say Aragorn, just because, ah, and I don't, so. don't want to sound like basic, but it was more of the fact that he's so humble. Yeah. Everything that makes him out to be a king, he was but it wasn't rubbed in your face like so many characters you see in movies nowadays. He's the you know? chosen one. He's the chosen no, one. No, but and, and I know, and that's it, and it wasn't that. It was more of like he was humble, but you could see in the character and the he character goes, oh, development. Fuck, why do I have to? No, yeah. no, but it was it was the natural. It was the humility. It was the yeah. loyalty, and it was the leadership. But it was the way the loyalty wasn't even shown in most of the scenes. Like yes. when the camera was on him, it wasn't that. It was the background. That is the most beautiful character development I've seen in yes. such a long time. And of course, I've watched this movie, but. I mean, I was young. I was younger. So it was like, now that I know what's going on and I can yes. remember it, I'm like, that is such a beautiful piece of character development, which is something really important to me. And Aragorn is a natural born leader. He just has this energy of a king. And just like with, um, oh, the elf's name. I'm going to forget it. Quick. What's her name? His, his betrothed. Oh, Arwen. Betro- Arwen. Just... He's so humble and he's he's genuine with everything he feels, especially yeah, for her too. Yeah, it, he's my favorite character just because he's genuine and he's humble and he's a true natural leader and a king. So beautiful, I love his character. Great, I love you. Um, 
I actually said Gandalf is my favorite character. Ooh. And like, this is mine too. Nice. Yeah. So we're on the same level on this one. Now, the reason Ooh. I'm picking Gandalf is because I I look at the movie in a certain way when I look at characters. Can somebody else play that role, if not better? And maybe close, maybe close enough. Yeah. And when I look at Gandalf's character, I'm sorry, I don't think anybody could touch alive right now. Alive? No, or no one. I don't even know if somebody. I mean, well, you maybe never know. 40, maybe. 50, 60 Yeah, we if we go deep, deep, but nobody will maybe. touch maybe. what Sir Ian McKellen can do. It, that to me, his character was just too perfect. Yeah. I think everybody in this movie, this the cast itself, the casting in general was. Spot on. Oh, absolutely. Fantastic. And now the only role I think that could have been someone else and it would have still worked is Frodo. I don't think yeah, Frodo is a character where you're like, it is yeah. Elijah Wood. It's it's Elijah Wood because that's what you got. But yeah. you could have probably had somebody else in there and it probably still would have worked. I'll name one right now. Tom Holland. You could. Tom actually, Holland's not yeah. bad. I'm kind of right. See? At, at like but if they did it now. You can't think of anybody. No, no you can't. You can't replace it. That's, That's why he's my favorite character. Anybody who I can think of is dead. No, that, yeah. And the, that's what I mean. The like, first guy who played Dumbledore comes to mind, but Richard he passed away. Right. Yes. Yeah, but he can't command a scene. He can command a scene, what we've seen from Dumbledore, but he can't command. Well, no, know, he can't command a scene. Yeah. Like, no, he's, he's not Magneto. Here's, here's that, <laughs> you know, no, like, you're you know. absolutely Here's the thing correct. about Ian McKellen. Ian McKellen actually listened to recordings of J.R.R. Tolkien. Oh, reading wow. the Lord of the Rings. So the voice he does, oh, yes, it's similar to him, but it's actually an imitation of Tolkien. That's pretty cool. Aww, I know I the know only that. person. That's very wholesome. I know that the only person to ever have met Tolkien is Christopher, Christopher Lee. Lee. He's oh, the only really? person to ever meet Tolkien. Huh. So that's and pretty. He cool. also read the Lord of the Rings once a year, yes. every year. Yes, he had the ring. It's precious. It's precious. So okay. So favorite character, favorite line. I'll go first, because um, I, I mentioned it before. The one when Christopher Lee says, like, so you've chosen death. Okay. I can't do it like Christopher Lee can. So you have chosen. There you go. Death. Yeah, I love that line. That gave me goosebumps, and I was like, oh, Count Dooku! Like, I was really excited mm-hmm. for that. So my favorite would have to be Gandalf's line, and of course I'm going to probably butcher it because I'm saying it without reading it, but it was the one where he, you know, he's like, take the ring, take the ring, and he's like, I can't out of my own will to do good. That stuck with me just because it was like the perfect synopsis of human greed. Gandalf the Grey, someone who you just see and you know as a character that's so good-hearted yes. and good-willed. It, it just really, really struck a nerve with me the way he said it. He was like, out of the will to do good, I can't take that. Yes. And that's all the line you needed. Just that. You didn't need any other context other than like context other than he would just, he would fuck it up. He's like, that ring's too powerful for even me. You know, and it would, it would make his power... 10,000 times stronger, which but Jesus, we didn't need. take his... Yes. Yeah, and he would lose his himself. Goodness. Exactly. And it was the... Um, he would become the yeah. strongest person ever. He would. But then could you say he's doing good? Bye. So, and, but go. that's why I absolutely love that line. But it was, it was again, the perfect synopsis of human greed as a whole. Oh, And beautiful. it was just... It was like a five-letter fucking line. It was just beautiful. You know what's funny? <clears throat> Gandalf has my favorite line, too. All we have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to us. I know. I love all of his lines were beautiful. Hit it's a lifeline, line. so yes, it's, it it's, exactly. it's very, that's a, that's uh, very a good. Fucking lesson. It is. Yeah, it's a life lesson. He goes like, even the wise don't know. Like, because Frodo's going like, Bilbo should have 
killed this motherfucker. Yeah. Like, Bilbo should have killed uh, Gollum and what the fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck him. And, and then he goes like, oh, kill him? Who, who are you to decide who lives or dies? Yeah. Like, yeah. you fucking little ignorant piece of shit. You yeah. little fucking curly hair bitch. Like, yeah. He was like, shut the fuck up, you curly hair like, bottom you ass. Shut up. I was in the faculty. <laughs> he was in the faculty. <laughs> <laughs> That movie will get mentioned, by the way. Eventually. Eventually. Wow. But then he goes like, you know, all we have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to us. Like, yeah, you know, we have to use our time appropriately. And mm-hmm. that's something that, to me, is something that I always take with me. Everywhere I go. Oh, absolutely. Use my time effectively. Yeah. With everybody that I meet. With everybody that I know. Mm-hmm. Time, Time's the one thing you don't get back. In Lord of the Rings, again... Sometimes this movie was really hard for me to sit through, and I've told Tommy that a thousand times. I'm like, it really Mm -hmm. did. But I'm going to be honest with you, out of every single movie series that I can think of, Lord of the Rings has the most human. Yes. Humans are driven by greed, but time time is of the essence. And that's what Lord of the Rings is so... I I Mm. can't even tell you how passionate I am just about that time. That's the one weapon that'll always be used against us. That's pretty That good. is the one thing that we will never have on our side is time. Yes. And Lord of the Rings was so human about that. And it's the one series that you can think of that was so influential to like series like Harry Potter and all like Labyrinth, all of these series that are so fan- fantastical. That's the one thing that was the most human about it. And it just strikes a nerve with me every single time. Yeah. 100%. That's really like well done there. That was, that was really good. Well done. I beat to the point like, as we all know, like I'm not a big fan of these kind of movies. Yeah. Um, so it was rough for me to get through. I mean, me and you were talking, and yeah. I was no, just, I and I'm it. telling you, and I'm like, I'm trying. Like I'm, yeah. I mean, I'm gonna do it, but you know, there was just the action scenes in. Yeah. Like, but yeah. like the story building. Me and Eddie were talking about this too. This movie is a story building movie. Exactly. Yeah. This movie tells you we're not done yet. Okay, yeah. this isn't a one and done. We know we're getting two more. Eventually, you know, we're going to get three more because we're going to tell more story. Sometimes you need movies like that. Though I'm not the biggest fan of that kind of a movie, I just like shit happening too, yeah. but I can respect the kind of a movie it is. And I am going to watch the second one, and I am going to watch the third one because you just don't watch number one and not fucking continue on right? from there. Of course. And of course. I kind of want to just, I, but, I need, but my questions oh, yeah. need to be answered too, so I need to continue on. I'll piss Jen off as I watch it too. <laughs> but in the long run, is this a movie that I would put in my personal flick book? No, because it's not my kind of movie. But is it a movie that should be in a flick book or the flick book? 100%. 100%. This movie represents, and Emma, you said it great too. Thank you. Life. Yes. Yeah. And that's rare when it comes to movies. They don't hit those type of marks. And when they do, you're like, this is a smart film. And here's the thing about the movie. I don't want to crap on Peter Jackson or anything like that. Yeah. But it's not a Peter Jackson thing. It's a Tolkien shit. That is a Tolkien thing. That is definitely not a Peter Jackson thing. That's a Tolkien shit. That's a Tolkien that's following the story. Follow the On what I said, I want to take that and say that wasn't Peter Jackson. His film was great. But that was a Tolkien thing. That's a that Tolkien was a thing. human the theme thing. Is so powerful. Yes. The story is so yes. powerful of what Tolkien did that whatever adaptation that Peter Jackson did, which was solid, yeah. don't get me wrong, 
But those themes of everything that Emma has just told about human greed and how it influences the applicability of this story to our actual everyday life. Yeah. That is Tolkien. Yeah. Agreed. That is 100%. And I think that if you take that concept out, movie sucks. Yeah. It's just another medieval movie. Yeah. And it's trash because that's really what the theme is. Yeah. The whole point of life time Mm -hmm. what we have to do at this point the greed all these different versions of people on a screen now yeah and the emotions coming together yeah if you take that out the movie's trash yeah Yeah. it's it's it's, it's boring and it's garbage that's what you get but i want to add though with tolkien and what you just said again Let's take out all the fantastical stuff and just leave the plot device. What yeah. do we have? We have human history. Yeah. We have thousands and thousands of years of history repeating itself, and it's such a beautiful thing. And I'm going to be honest with you, Tommy. At first, I was in agreement with you. I was like this. I don't know if I'd put it in my flick book, but now that I talk about it and I'm actually talking about it with you guys, I would put it in mine 100%, but just because I'm such a big storyteller person. You yes. know, stories. What do we think of when we think of storytelling? Thousands and thousands of generations of human nature. We've passed that down heritage. our stories. Heritage. It's heritage. Yes. Tolkien put that, and I'm like literally, I'm almost in tears. It's so stupid. But he put all of that human history and human storytelling in a three three books, and then it got translated to three movies. That is such a beautiful thing. No other author has ever done that. And if you just look at that, that is amazing. You believe that? It is stunning no, no. to me. I agree. I and do agree just, with you. And imagine how powerful it is that. In the 50s, he does it with books. Exactly, yes. And then a couple of people, a couple of years later, do a movie of it Mm -hmm. and then do it again. Mm -hmm. To the point where 2001, Fellowship of the Ring. And then all of a sudden, you see in young adult literature, Mm -hmm. a boom. But it, because it, it, it's stories storytelling. Like that. Because yeah, it's but what is it based. doing? It's using the same device that it's based on. It's human storytelling. We pass yes. it down to our children, to generations. But that's what it's doing in itself because it is just that. Exactly. And it's such a beautiful thing. But again, I was in agreement with Tommy at first that, yeah, I wouldn't put it in my flip book, but now I, I would. Just because I'm saying that, you know, I'm saying it to you guys, but then I'm hearing myself and I'm like, no, but that's such a rare thing. No, you you agree don't with yourself. see. No, I, that's great. With There's nothing I, wrong with that. There's no, nothing wrong to have but, one side. Yeah. And then as you're actually discussing, because I mean, I even told you too, I'm not a big fan of this yeah. movie. But as we get like more and more depth, I'm like, you know what? Maybe I enjoyed it more than I actually yeah. thought. But it's the film. I still wouldn't put point. it in my flick, my personal flick book. Yeah. But it 100% de- yeah. deserves to be oh, absolutely. in any flick book. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I agree. Just not mine. So. so finally, and we're almost about to wrap up, but I just, you really, you know what? I want to ask you real quick, mm-hmm. just for fun. Okay. What's your favorite scene of the movie? Me first. All right. Mine again is the Gandalf. It was the quote and just the look in. <laughs> it's in just, sorry, you're it, was, eyes? it was the look in Frodo's eyes. It was just, oh, okay. no, I was trying not to be emotional. It's so stupid, but I'm so <laughs> emotional. I know, but it's just like, it's, it's such a, but it's again, the human thing, but it was Frodo's eyes. It was just, it was a human moment. And you know, in the book and in writing, I'm so passionate about literature. You don't get to see that when you read a book. You yes. don't get to see the look in a human's eyes, but Elijah Wood, God bless him. He was such a good actor for Frodo. Again, I said Tom Holland could play him, but that look that he gave Gandalf when he said, I can't take that. And that was the moment. And I know, you know, no, Gal- that Galadriel. Scene, that scene, I'm going to add to what you're saying. It's yeah. like, for example, when he goes like, nobody knows it's here. Do they? And then it was, do they, Gandalf? He turned around and, and he turns yeah. around, 
with the most innocent, mm-hmm. just like, please tell me nobody knows yeah. that. Yeah. It was so heart-wrenching because that was the moment a child that we all saw as an audience went to a man with such a big burden. It was like, and oh my Gandalf God. And Gandalf just goes like, there is one other who knew. Like, oh, yeah. by the way, they're coming. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. so by the way, um, they're on their way. So yeah, you like, gotta right get now, the fuck like, out, Right bro. now, it's yeah. I gotta go. Did not give him. Well, because you don't want to scare. Yeah, right. You don't want to scare him yeah. because then he's gonna. I don't want this. Get the fucking thing. Get the fuck out of here. Moment. Yeah. That was like the moment that I saw Frodo as like, a child. Well, that's why I thought he was younger too because yeah. he he Frodo in a way acts like a child. Yes, and it might be a Hobbit thing, but. He acts like a yeah. I feel like it's a plot device to the character development because what we see is like a scared little boy that goes to a man with such a big burden that he takes it upon himself to leave. But that's that's the like plot development we see from the beginning of the movie in the end, and I think in a two hour movie, Jesus, it did it so beautifully. It did it perfectly. It did, and I I I really can't think of any other movie that does that. Oh, it's the the best scene that I loved so much is you cannot. Like I'm like yeah. Yeah, you can't yes you can't like and then you know he quote unquote died but just again scene stealer my favorite character has to have my favorite scene of course and you you a bad motherfucker you know Mr. E. McCallum you are a bad motherfucker I kiss you on the lips I wouldn't care I know he's gay but I, I kiss him on the lips just because it is a little fruity right it. is that a little gay um. I mean, not if you don't touch tips. I wouldn't or like, t- wear, don't wear socks, because then it's gay. Oh, oh ooh. <laughs> Didn't know that. Socks? You didn't know that law. So if you wear socks, everyone you're gay? Everyone listening, no, everyone listening knows that if you wear socks, then it's gay. But don't touch tips but either, because that's also gay. Well, I don't want to touch tips with well, them. Well, okay, just, well, it's one of those, like, socks. when you go, oh, you are the, you're prefer, the best. Like, yeah. I prefer wearing socks over touching tips, don't you? Yeah. Just don't wear socks. Like wear sandals. Don't don't wear socks. Wait, wait, wait. You were about to say wear sandals. I was gonna say wear sandals. Why would you wear sandals over socks? Wait, is this while this is happening? Just don't wear socks. So wait, hold on. You didn't answer the question. Is it while this is occurring? By the way, I'm taking two of my fingers and touching them together. No, I mean if you just kiss and you're wearing socks, then it's gay. What if you're wearing sneakers? Well, you have socks I mean, on while you're in sneakers. I mean, it depends, because if you're wearing Air Jordans, you're automatically not gay. So it, it really is oh, well, kind of a situation. I have two pairs. <laughs> uh, okay, so then to answer the question, it would not be gay, but you can gotcha. only be wearing the Air Jordans. So. For all the listeners out there, just know this. If you and another man kiss and you are wearing Air Jordans, not, not gay. gay, not wearing Air Jordans, with socks, by yes. the way, totally gay. This is a quote by the Violet Ray Emma Violet. So I just want to let y'all know. It's this out is, there. This is this is true. I'm gonna write, it's there. This, this That's gonna be, fucking I'm gonna, crazy. I'll call it the, the Violet Commandments. <laughs> oh, there are That's number seven. That's, yeah, number, that's seven. number seven. That's a good that's number seven. How did you know it was number seven? <laughs> Air Jordans number with seven. socks. Kissing guy. Not gay at all. Really? It's like your safety. It's like your safety buoy. Like a parachute. You know, if that's you're wearing the Air Jordans, buoy. you're that's immediately. interesting. Okay. Safety buoy. Okay. So I'm going to tell uh, my favorite scene of this movie, just for the sake of just closing it up. And it's appropriate. Okay. What's the title of this movie? The Lord of the, the Rings. Rings. The second part. Fellowship of the there Ring. There you go. <laughs> Why did I say the My Little Fellowship of the Ring. So my favorite Fellowship scene actually ties into <laughs> the title of this movie. Because in my opinion, what this scene does is it ties in every great aspect of this movie together, which is direction, acting, visuals, all of that. Yeah. 
and score, all, all, all of it. Howard Shore's score, by the way, we haven't mentioned it. Howard Shore's, uh, Howard Shore's score for this, mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. The scene where they leave Rivendell and the Fellowship, the nine are walking. And then they go like, and that's when you know they're just walking and it's just building up to the moment where you know you see Gandalf walking and then Legolas behind him and then the hobbits and then Aragorn and Boromir to me it's my favorite scene because it just not only shows the great cast that you have yeah the great score that you have it's a hero shot which is well directed well choreographed yeah everything absolutely well photographed everything so to me that's just a great scene because it says nothing it says nothing but it says so much it says so much in seconds also i thought mr malave was the music guy and then you're over here just Producing a beat. Look at you go. Matt's going to have something to say about that one. Look at him go. It wasn't that that bad. I kind of felt like I was watching the movie at the same time. Mr. Malave, (laughs) you got some challenge over here. Look at at baby. Don't tell him that. He's going to start singing on the next episode he does. We love you, Mr. Malave. Challenge? Yeah, check this out. He's going to break out the Beyonce. It sucks. my God. So I think that because of all those elements... this movie deserves to be in the flickbook. And because it won Megacon, it did get into the flickbook. First so page. No vote necessary. But yeah. next time, folks, there is going to be a vote. So just letting you know. That's right. So in that case, it's time to say goodbye. It's time to say sayonara. Um, Emma's going to go last because her movie is next. So. I am. Ooh. Actually, no, I'm no, sorry. No, my, no, movie's I, oh, no, my, my movie's next. Say, say, my movie's you next. You lied. Sorry, yeah, because we're going <gasps> off of the... I'm sorry. That is my fault. So you I will lied. go last because I will announce the movie that I will be doing. So we'll start with Emma. Um, yeah. You have been on... You're really being on a good roll today, huh? I have. Fuck yes. And she's getting it. I, I, I had the round of applause button, I'd press it right now, but I don't know. I was it. a podcast virgin, but now I'm a little better. So yeah. thank you to everybody listening Yeah, Orlando today. Bloom. It's that Orlando, Orlando Bloom. After the no, second time, honest, that means honestly, that, you know, it's a it's, quick it's mostly it. It's mostly the Orlando Bloom dick that I saw today because I Googled it. Thank You're you. welcome. Thank you, Big Money Eddie, for telling me about that because I was like, ooh. <laughs> I threw that out there. No, it was, was, he, was. But he wasn't wearing Air Jordans kind of gay. Oh my God, you're right. No, Annie was the Katy Perry. Not kind so of, kind very, of. very good. It was, very a, good. it was a little fruity. Little I wouldn't fruity. say gay. Very. I would say fruity, like like strawberry daiquiri fruity. You That's know what I'm good. saying? Like if you ordered a strawberry daiquiri at like a fucking Ford's garage, people would be like, shit, you're Ford's gay garage? as fuck. Yeah, so that's why I'm saying like yeah. that's pretty no, fucking gay, yeah, right? No, no, that's yeah. not fruity at that point. It's, that's uh, fucking gay. That's very gay. But we love you. So thank you so much to everybody for listening to me <laughs> and the boys. So we'll see you next episode. And this is Big Money Eddie signing off. Hey, everybody. I hope you enjoy Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring. Have a blast with it. Also, read the book. You're going to enjoy it even more. I Please promise. read the book. And my name is Tommy James, a.k.a. Mr. Oh So Smooth. Um, and I will say that I enjoyed myself some Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Rings. So now all those people out there that want to sit there and bitch and say, what? You're, are you a movie guy and you've never seen the fucking movie? Fuck you. I've seen the movie and I didn't even realize I was watching the movie. Um, and of course, as you know, I came in second place at Megacon. So the next movie that we will be doing is the Disney animated feature, The Lion King.
this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship.